everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Just So Girls. It's Erin and Julia here. Uh, as you can tell, it's clearly um, the holiday time, as you may recognize or can tell with my voice, I'm under the weather. Um, so there is, a, I do have a head cold. Um, don't panic. Tests came back negative for COVID. Um, but I always find that I get sick during this time of the year because I start to get run down, um, which I think is kind of something that we're going to talk about today is just thinking about our health, our wellness, our sanity um, during this busy season as, you know, not only are is our art careers busy, um, so is our lives. Um, you know, we have all of our holiday parties, work parties, uh, family parties, um, and more. So, Wanted to just jump right in because Julia, I know you are super, super busy um, and there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but at the same time, it's a scary light at times for you. Um, so how are you feeling right now with the holidays fa- quickly approaching with your commissions and getting everything done and um, what's next? It's a great question. So I, before we <laughs> have done, I was just like listing off like all of the, you know, events I've had in the past like week and I'm like, it's it's a miracle if I don't get COVID from all like the socializing I've had to do and like we have more parties coming up and it's weird because the world is like get back to normal but like it's also like you almost feel like guilty like going to these events right because you're like oh god I could you know whatever so I, I feel like there's this extra anxiety added to the holiday season with these events and like other you know family oriented things and I'm also in terms of like commissions and ornaments and all that fun stuff I am I have intentionally like you know pumped the brakes on a lot of that and but I'm now starting to like catch up to, you know, myself and I'm starting to get towards the end of these commissions and ornaments. And I'm finding that I'm actually having anxiety about that ending and having anxiety because it's like, oh my God, like once it's that same like scarcity mindset of like, oh my God, what if nobody will ever want a commission again for me? Or what if, you know, what am I going to do if like I don't, I'm not making money every week and I take some time off? Because for me and a lot of other artists, it's like, I don't get PTO, right? Like if I take a break, like I'm not making money. I mean, unless I'm selling like prints and that's why like mm-hmm. having some sort of side thing like that is helpful. Um, but yeah, I think preparing to rest or getting close to it is also giving me anxiety, which is hysterical. But how about I you, know. Aaron? <laughs> we can probably just like get into the move of everything. Um, yeah, I oddly like kind of been feeling a little bit more inspired, I think. I don't know why. Maybe it's like all the the. Oh, I went into Blix the other day for the first time in like years, and I felt like a kid in the candy store. And I was like, I this is why I need to start painting. So I have so many canvases in my office right now, awesome. which I'm hoping will get me to start painting again. I was actually looking at. I actually bought some wood panels as oh, well, nice. like small, small little ones because I haven't painted on that surface yet. Mm-hmm. So I bought really small ones, just I like six by six inches just to like try it out and see if it's something that I want to pursue um but yeah so I I mean I have a few I have a few commissions that I'm going to be working on and I don't necessarily well no I shouldn't say I don't necessarily I don't I don't necessarily normally do commissions or promote most people don't even know that's what I, I I have those capabilities um so that's kind of got me a little excited to like mm-hmm. have that commission come through and do a large scale piece for somebody, uh, which then made me like want to create a few pieces that I know there's, I have a, a friend who had been eyeing some of my work 
well, actually they didn't know it was my work. Um, they were like asking me a bunch of questions about it, and they're like, where can I find this? Where can I get it? And I was like, no, you can't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So I think, so I wanted to surprise someone um, with one for themselves as well. So it's kind of got me like kind of ideating and thinking about just like more painting um, as like a sat, more of a, and I go back and forth on having it be like a, gift. a true side, like hustle or a gift or like my passion. I, I really get you know, I have yeah. mixed emotions on what I want to do because I don't have the time to devote to make it a full-time gig. And I don't um, think you should have to have that pressure. I don't think you have to choose, yeah. right? Like, I think just start mm-hmm. with what feels good and natural. And then if it leads to something and you want to pursue that, like, do yeah. it. And that's where I started kind of thinking, where I think I took some of the pressure off myself is like, Julia, I've like learned from you. Mm-hmm. Um Good. (laughs) Because, well, because I think I have the flexibility of like, here's my five paintings, no commission. Like, if they sell, they sell. If they don't, they don't. Because I don't have to, that's not a need for me right now. Mm -hmm. Sure, like, it makes me excited. But that's where I'm kind of like, okay, like, maybe if I just like establish this look and feel, this is what you get, like, for right now. And then Mm -hmm. maybe when I get a little bit more, it's like people can commission my style for a specific um t- like whatever subject Scene matter or, um, uh, person yeah. or whatever yeah but i also so i did just get um i was working with a couple weeks ago with a friend uh acrylic like modeling paste mm-hmm. i don't know if anyone's worked with that and we were doing some of the like uh tone on tone colors with creating like some three-dimensional shapes in it so more modern art and but I was kind of inspired I also bought the smaller canvases to try to do like my style but add in more texture because I do have a little bit of like a rough texture um brush strokes in some of my work that I do and I was like what if I actually brought in a real like thick, thick layering yeah. style with like um a palette kind of giving you who the knows body <laughs> that like oil paint might have you know yes yeah, ex- yeah exactly so I was like I might try it because I always wanted to do it but I just haven't had the time to explore so I'm trying to really give myself that time. Like, I think especially because this time of the year, it's stressful. My work is just like absolutely nuts because we have a huge launch this month. I'm going to be in the office the few days before Christmas. We're like in lockdown for at work 10 hour days, four days in a row. That's including a weekend. So like, I feel like I, for my personal sanity, I have to like have these outlets of painting and other things then sitting on my computer. And I think the digital screen time, I need to find ways around it, especially right right now. Um, So maybe that's why I'm feeling a little bit more on the other side of like, go, go, go and try new things. Um, And hopefully we'll move into the 2022 year. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I'm like, motivation. I think I, you know, in the same way, feel inspired by you because I, I think that that's my hope for when I get to the end of the these commissions and ornaments is to kind of have that time to just explore and have some fun mm-hmm. with painting. And it's not that I don't have fun with like the paintings I'm working on currently. Like some of the commissions I have are things that I'm genuinely like interested in painting or they're a fun challenge. And um, what's difficult though is like, you know, I... Okay, I was talking, this is kind of a change of subject, but I'll, I, I'll bring it back. But um, I was talking to Kirk about this the other day because I did this dog portrait that I really liked. Like, it's a, it, was, it was well done, if I do say so myself. And I think, um, and it people really liked it too. And Kirk was, 
not upset with me, but kind of like, why did you post it? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, because you don't want to be doing dog portraits anymore. And if you post it, people are going to ask mm. you to do it. And I was like, you're right. I know. I'm just like, I get, ex- like it. I get excited. And I, he's like, but you have to look at the long game here. Like, do you really want to be doing that? And it's like, you have to understand that like when you put that out there, it's like, this is your portfolio. This is what people like they can go back now and see like yeah. Julia Doug's dog portraits. And I really like how she does that. And, and I, and it's so, I'm in this like, once again, you can go back to our older episodes of like this transition period of like wanting to move towards doing things that like excite me, moving away from being an artist for hire and doing that commission work. And so I'm in this weird limbo of like, I'm doing this, all these commissions and custom ornaments, but I'm, I can't post or share about them. And I think mm-hmm. I'm realizing how like much fun I have, like in that sort of like collaborative process of posting work and then seeing people's reaction to it. And I just haven't been able to do that. And so I feel oh, like yeah. painting just hasn't felt as inspiring to me or it hasn't felt the same and, and, I, and I don't want the, anyone to think that that's the reason I paint is for the validation on social media that's not it no it's more it's, of that's like a connection though that, yeah I think that's I mean I get it I mean I also think it's fair to have that validation as an artist like where else like as an artist you're like it's good to see, hear feedback and it, maybe it's not even like validation it's feedback hearing like what people are liking what are people mm-hmm. wanting more of right um so I, I just think that's fair. So, I think that's a great platform for it. I just feel so all over the place. Like if you look at my Instagram, like right now I'm trying to, to do like this large, I do several large paintings that just like I really want to sell and I really, mm-hmm. I really like them and I don't understand why they haven't sold because I've sold a lot of prints of them. And so I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, I really want them to sell. And so I'm like pushing them, but they're once again back to the change of style episode we did um they're not in my current style either and so I just feel like I'm looking forward to this hard reset of like taking time to do work that feels like me where I'm at and where I want to go but that also feels really overwhelming and I also recognize that that's not rest so I I need to have this sort of like in between of like that transition to just simply rest and I'm so bad at that and I have so much anxiety about like well you know if I'm not moving forward then where am I going and like yeah yeah. giving myself that permission is hard no I'm wired the same way like I don't Mm -hmm. know how to stop like there's no like if I stop I get bored yeah like then I'll be like what am I doing I feel lazy and it's like just because you take a day off does not make you lazy even though I feel that way and anyone can tell me that's crazy, I'm still going to feel that way. It's just mm-hmm. reality. I've always felt that way. Same. Um, like, even when I'm, like, I'm sick. I'm sick. Like, yeah. I still can't stop. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, in a fever and, like, Oh, I remember bed. my mom loves to tell the story of, like, I used to, and this is, so, like, now in COVID times, I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible yeah, right. that I used to do this. But, like, I used to have a fever and I would convince my mom that I was going to go to swim practice because the cold pool would make me feel better. (laughs) And she's like, no, because you're going to work out and like be exercising for two and a half hours at swim practice. Like, this is not going to make you feel better. I'm like, no, no, no. I can keep going because I just didn't want to like miss it. And I didn't want like people to my team to think like I was like slacking or get behind or whatever or all sorts of like dysfunctional, like, you know, feeling like I just couldn't stop. You know, I had a legit like 100 and 
one fever and it was just like going to swim practice like still (laughs) the swimmers they're intense yeah (laughs) but I want to going back to like rest and like giving yourself permission to rest um I think we all have our own idea of what rest is and if you need permission or you don't need permission but I think it's like redefining what rest is to you so Mm -hmm. like obviously like you're never gonna stop but I do think there's something behind like you resting commission is very you know you're collaborative you're working on the phone you're probably you know there's a lot of going on whereas maybe your rest period is that like transition that like hard stop and like re it's almost like you're archiving the old and putting out the new um on your social medias because what kirk says like it does make a lot of sense um business coach kirk for hire yeah Um, (laughs) he is but it makes sense it doesn't mean that you're never gonna paint a dog again but at least just shows like that is not what your main media, your subject matter is. It's not, not what, what I want to be doing. Right and even though I'm good yeah. at it, like the act of like showing the examples of it is yes. not pointing it. me in the direction that I want to be going. And that's hard because like, I think there's this monster we feel like we have to feed constantly, which is social media. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I have to post like all the work that I've ever done on there. Um, and that's not the, the best, you know outlet right and so I don't know I'm just I think yeah like I like what you said about everyone rests differently or rest looks different to everybody because yeah like for you and this is also like I want to also normalize like if you are not the type of person that that has any trouble slowing down like good for you good honestly good for you because I it's it's kind of hell you know it's like it's sort of the worst because I get these massive like anxiety attacks like when I do slow down and it's miserable, right? Like here I will be like doing yoga or like trying to take a bath and I like having a panic attack because this doesn't feel productive. It's terrible. I'm just throwing my computer. Um, Oh, I multitask. Like it's no one else's business. Yeah. I'll be in the bath on social media, like doing work. Oh yeah. It's not good. I mean, that's why I take baths. I can't have my phone in the shower. I can sit in the bath and multitask. Well, relax yeah Epsom salts and one of these days I'm going to drop the phone in the in the bath and I'll learn that lesson the hard way but um I asked for one of the trays for (laughs) I need to get one of those except the problem is it doesn't go like our shower wall is here so it can't like go across does that make sense there's gotta be a way there's gotta be a way I'm sure I'll find a way but um Etsy Etsy I'm sure it's this can't be I can't be the only one with that problem but anyway I yes like the multitasking multitasking is not resting right like I think I am going I've been thinking today about like how am I going to actually prepare myself so that this time when I do rest is not stressful and I think you know it comes down to like this is going to sound like the opposite of rest but like giving myself things to do or tasks that I'm going to be doing like when I'm resting like okay I'm going to be journaling and thinking about things Mm -hmm. or I'm going to spend time you know doing some yoga or maybe I'll sign up for some sort of like retreat or like a virtual Mm -hmm. retreat that's like something that's benefiting me not about art or it's I also think another piece of this too is I you know I have a lot of anxiety around money. Like I said before, Mm -hmm. like me slowing down means me saying no to things that pay me. And 
I think I'm I'm doing fine right now, but I think I might just take a couple some money out of my savings just to like have like not a lot, but enough so that like I don't feel anxious. And I think that that's yeah. totally okay to do, you know? Absolutely. And I think like I mean, you specifically, this may not apply to everyone, but you're young. Like you do there's time to build that savings up. So don't think that that's like not something like you're not failing by doing that. Like I actually like I feel like I've lately been like why am I not doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't I do what I want to do? Right. Um, with what I've worked so hard for to exactly. earn. So I'm like thinking about that lately, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I just need to stop worrying about the future and just focus on what makes me happy currently. There's no guarantees. I mean, I'm not saying go spend yeah. all your money today on yeah. something crazy, <laughs> like, but like, there is no guarantee that like mm-hmm. you're gonna, you know, have any more time than you do now. You know, and so like if you're just yep waiting to you know relax because you think you need to be making more money but you have enough that you could be comfortable you could comfortably take a break yeah then why are you why are you forcing yourself to suffer and i and i am the one i'm giving myself this own (laughs) advice right now you know i'm included (laughs) in this sometimes we need to yeah well i mean i also think there's ways to think about i'm sure you've done this but maybe some people out there haven't thought about this but like reaching out to local boutiques Mm -hmm. um and seeing if you i know like julia you have some of your work um on chicago avenue in in chicago um that are prints and for sale but sometimes if people aren't it's a great way to like hit another consumer when they're just browsing and a lot of small shop owners like one you could you know negotiate some sort of like they don't have to buy it it just sits there and if they if it does sell then they get a 10 percent or something like that so there's a perk for them i know some companies do that with like food like it's like they don't want to purchase it because it the, it'll go bad but they'll be more than happy to put it in their storefront and then if it does sell they do get a small portion um but just thinking of like pieces and stuff that you already have and maybe exploring new ways of placing it somewhere else to get it sold or reach new people and maybe they'll give you a little bit of a buffer to give you that like rest or break absolutely Um, that's kind of why i'm pushing older works that i have right now that i want to sell um and i know it's tough because they're bigger items so like i'm having a harder time moving them which is normal right because they're bigger Mm -hmm. you know they're an investment um but like going you know leaning towards promoting prints around the holidays and things like that that's a great way to have you know just a um really it's, it's a easy passive income. passive income yeah yeah exactly yeah no and i think like i i think julie and i actually talked about this way a long time ago but even reaching out to like finding interior decorators mm-hmm. um to connect with because they're always looking for pieces of artwork yeah and they may be able to be like oh, I'm working with this one client in Gold Coast who has this massive wall. This would be a perfect piece for it. Um, I mean, I'm not an interior decorator, but I do know like with doing interior design at times, like you're online Googling and and you just don't know where to look. And there's so, there's just so much out there when it comes to like the big box stuff. The design, they don't want that stuff. Like Mm -hmm. designers really want interior designers that are, you know, they want custom pieces or they want not say custom pieces, but like they want original pieces, mm-hmm. something that they can show that their client, they add value by, they were able to source something. Of yeah. This and that it's like unique and it's like not something mm-hmm. everyone's going to have. They're not like giving you a cookie cutter design for yeah. your room. Exactly. And I think, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I, I definitely, if, if these pieces don't move, 
you know, soon. We'll see. Um, I think I will reach <laughs> out to some interior designers and just be like, hey, th- keep me in mind if you have a space that would yeah. this would look good in or if you know somebody who, you know, this is kind of up their alley or their aesthetic, you know, you know, put, throw my work, throw my portfolio their way. And this is what I have available. I think that's a great idea. And I also think, you know, don't be afraid to post your older work. I know I was just saying that, like, I, you know, am steering away from like trying to post things I don't want to be doing. But I'm talking for me personally about like the dog portraits, mm-hmm. the house portraits and things like that. Um, house portrait. What am I trying? <laughs> Whatever house paintings. Um, and <laughs> portrait, it is of, portrait house. of house, I guess. Yeah. It's a new, it's a new term. Um, but I think, you know, for me, okay, I'm posting some older work, but I, it's work that I like, you know, it's, I still do yeah. florals, but, and just give yourself that break. You know, you don't have to always be posting something new. So that is very true. Like you're, I actually think if you're always posting something new, it, I, I start thinking about like, um, fast fashion or mm-hmm. like, you know, prints and mass producing. Like there is something so beautiful about the fine art space that it's not mass. If ways to bring it back to not being mass produced, mm-hmm. so like find unique ways of like taking photos of the same piece, cropping in, just showing the texture, things like that. I I really do think people. I mean, I like seeing that stuff. I think mm-hmm. that stuff's really beautiful. Um, sure, it may not be like your biggest sales tool, but it is showing them more. And you know, they're looking at this stuff online or through a small thumbnail. So even like getting in close little spots will show someone the texture, the brush strokes. Right. Being like, oh, that is so cool. Um, yeah. And I think another idea too, in line with that, is when you are gearing up to rest, um, mm-hmm. shifting your perspective and approach to social media, to being maybe like thinking of it as curating some like sort of beautiful gallery of your work and not thinking about it so much from a sales standpoint or thinking about it from a, you know, oh my gosh, I need to, you know, constantly be creating new things to build excitement about something like really intentionally like create like an outlook about how you want to approach social media, how you want to approach money during that time that you're resting, how you want to approach, you know, your work itself. Like, do you want to completely stop painting for a week or two Mm -hmm. or do you want to, you know, lightly paint or just sketch some ideas like what do you want that rest period to look like because and making it realistic and attainable like don't think that you're gonna like write a novel you know in those two weeks that you take off you know like think about (laughs) some real you never but think about some realistic things that like are attainable while you rest and I think you'll feel really good about it and like you actually got out of you got something out of that time that you rested and it's not mm-hmm. just like giving you anxiety about like oh my god I wasted two weeks and I didn't do anything it's like no you intentionally took care of yourself you intentionally you know gave yourself some time to reset and reflect and I think I mean it's 100% fair I your audience and humans are going to appreciate that honesty with you I think I would even recommend for people like on social media, put up a story, put it on your feed, out of office. Yeah. Like, 
you know, here's my out of office for a few days. Like, you don't have to just go MIA. Like, announce. Like, I'm taking a rest. I'm resting or I'm taking a break from social media. I'm not saying go on a hiatus for, like, two months, even though that's what I've done. Um, Mm -hmm. Actually, it's, like, a year. But (laughs) still, I do think it's okay to admit, like, you know what? I'm stepping away for a moment. Give yourself that, like, sometimes if you just, like, put it out there, people will probably be like, good for you, or I'm jealous, or that is phenomenal. And you can even propose it like, I'm taking a break or stepping away. Here's my out of office. Come stay tuned for what I have next or something Mm -hmm. like that. Because maybe it's like, um, like loading or like some sort of like funny thing. It's like, you know, buffering and check back. And maybe that during your rest time, it's giving you time to create work that just for you and who knows maybe that just for you becomes your top seller um you know and I think that's something like I know Julia you've been exploring like different kind of I know I saw some of your newer pieces I think it was like the beach chairs and stuff like that that I think are amazing like pieces like that and go back and you know paint some more of those pieces um that you're enjoying um even though no one's asked for them right this moment because you've done all the asks right and now it's time to go back to your uh, space yeah absolutely I love that honestly Erin not to like give you something to do but like I think we we should get (laughs) we should um create some graphics for people that is that like loading sign (laughs) so that they can you know on their story share like I'm out of office or like, so that if you guys wanted to take a break, like we, you know, you could share our post so that it's like, this is when you're resting and whatnot. We could do different color schemes. Yeah. Different color schemes. And it's just like, you know, everyone, if you use this, if you want to take a day or, or a week or however long you want off and just, this can be your out of office notice, you know? Yeah. I think Um, we just all need to be like, and I'm I'm guilty of it. It's just, you know, society already puts enough pressure on us. mm -hmm. Um, and I think I would actually say artists ourselves put more just as oh much pressure gosh. on ourselves, if not more. Absolutely. Um, and I, I would say yeah. society feeds it. Well, that feeds and social the media we put on ourselves. does because it's so yeah. visual and like you're, you know, for example, like people who are seeing some of my work right now that I've been posting, probably a lot of them don't know that it's older work of mine. And they're probably mm-hmm. thinking, oh my God, Julia has a whole new series that she just painted. How did, it's like, no, oh like it's God. all an illusion. That's all older work yeah. that I've had for like over a year. And it's, and so like, it's so easy though to just like skim by and be like, oh my God, I didn't paint anything new today, but it's like, neither did I. And, um, I think I actually kind of went into an anxious spiral this morning because I have that horrible habit of the minute I wake up reaching for my phone and going on Instagram. And I got, I found myself like laying in bed until like 8.30 this morning, like just on Instagram scrolling. And I got up and I already felt like I was behind because I was like looking at other people's. And so I absolutely think like during my rest time and even maybe going now, like I really need to get off social media. Like, I really feel like it's not helping me right now feel Mm -hmm. my best or feel like I'm, you know, it just feels like more of a toxic place than a helpful place right now for me. And I can relate to that. I mean, Julia, I know you know that I was on social media hardcore for Mm -hmm. a very long time and I took a bit of a hiatus. I still, I still keep, I'll get a little bit of a motivated push. I'm like, I just need to go back into it and start doing it again. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, but then I found found myself getting obsessed, you know, or maybe it's not obsessed is the right word, but just getting overly like paranoid. Like 
did the algorithm like did, did I, I do this likes, did I yeah. did I not yeah and I, I didn't really I mean yeah I guess I always was like happy when I you know pushed the 500 600 likes I was, I was like yeah and then when I got like 80 I was like this just makes no sense like how can I go from 600 to 80 right. so then I'm like there's algorithm and I'm like this is just weird and like I'm like is it the content like people do and, and I had a real moment I'm like well all my posts that I shared a lot of vulnerable like health stuff with mm-hmm. or like people engaged with and liked I'm like yeah. well, that sucks like I don't do live have, my life like always being sick <laughs> or oh, that, that's exactly it I mean some of the posts that I have that have done the best are the ones where I'm like really vulnerable and I think that's like somehow that's applauded right like we're all like right that's great but that's exhausting like it's exhausting it to feel like every post I ha- I post the only way it's going to do well is if I like give up some sort of like personal information or personal struggle or personal like whatever for it to perform well it's like what does that say it's basically encouraging yeah. us to like live our lives online and like I just personally like you know I'm becoming less and less comfortable with that because I I don't Same. I want my art to be you know about me obviously but I also mm-hmm. don't want it to be about me and I and I want it to be like I I want people who see my art to be able to see themselves in it and if I'm always putting yeah. myself like in it it's like I don't know I haven't really quite it's like tough. figured out that balance yet but it's it's interesting I'm trying to figure out like how and when to share about myself and when not to. And it's tough. And I can say, like, I've personally gotten backlash from it. I mean, older people being like, well, what about jobs? Okay, I mean, so for those who are like, what in the world is she even talking about? I was diagnosed with a brain tumor four years ago. Um, my social media had started to take off before then um, as I was a fitness instructor in Chicago. So in the fitness industry, it's you have to self-promote to get people in your classes and so start picking up and health and wellness and all that stuff. And I was kind of like, well, now this huge, like, my life was going really well and then all of a sudden the brakes were slammed and I slammed into the car in front of me. And mm-hmm. so I didn't really know what to do and I was kind of lost. I was like, do I keep it a secret? Do I not tell anyone? I'm like, well, why wouldn't I tell anyone personally? Right. I think I respect anyone that doesn't want to share anything. Mm-hmm. Completely up to you. But I, I think I needed to find comfort in community and yeah. I couldn't find it around me. Um, in a good way, I didn't want anyone that I knew to understand what I was going through. Right. Um, it's easier to talk to strangers sometimes. Strangers, and I could actually connect with other brain tumor, yeah. brain cancer, like, uh, patients um, through social media. And I actually met a beautiful community, and I'm still connected with them. And it really helped to make me realize, like, what I was going through and feeling was not... I don't want to say unique to myself, but like when you feel so isolated, um, it made, it's a reminder. And so that's why I did start, originally I was reaching for the help and then I started helping others through social media. But then I got to a certain point, it was like, I really like helping other people and I really don't, I like to share my, it, it you don't want it to be um, your, your whole personality and your whole yeah, story. And I started to think, and I think that's where I got it. One day something happened. Someone's like, tell me your story or something like that. And I'm like, I was almost losing the emotion of it. Yeah. Like I was. Or like was what was Aaron like before the brain tumor maybe? Or I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. It was like I was finding 
a way to numb the feelings out. Mm-hmm. So it became a story, not me. God, okay, that makes, a, does that make sense? That makes sense. Like, that makes so much very sense. much my personality like I'm not a very emotional person and I was really struggling with the diagnosis and everything that's why I'm very emotional yeah yeah and that's why I developed PTSD was because I kept it all locked in really tight and didn't express Mm -hmm. how I was feeling and my body was like this is not working Mm -hmm. um and so that's where I started realizing I was like living through like the story it was like I was writing it was a true story but it was almost like I was writing a book. Um, like, it was all accurate and authentic. But, but it was, was my easier. way of disconnecting yeah, from I... the actual experience. So I think, like, that's what's so tough about social media is, like, it has such... And it helped me in so many ways. And trust me, like, I lost friends over it. I've lost, like... And do I regret it? No. But I do think it's, like, finding that happy balance and accepting that, you know, like, you don't have to share everything. Um did it help me? Yes. I don't regret it. I mean, I didn't share everything. Um, but I do think with your art, you I don't need know. You keep some for yourself. Like, yeah, I think that there is like a little bit of a protection that you need to put up because and you don't it can destroy you. have to always be writing your story online. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't have to yeah. be crafting this perfect story about, I mean, I don't know if you felt this pressure to like craft the perfect story of a comeback you know, or something like that. Oh yeah. And I think still working on it. (laughs) And I think that there's this pressure I feel to craft this perfect story of the artist and my journey as an artist. And, um, it's exhausting because it's not true. Like life's messy, just like Mm -hmm. everybody's journey is messy. It's not linear. I have days where I'm like 10 steps ahead ahead, and then I'm 20 steps back and I'm, and that's exactly, I mean, not to compare. I cannot even imagine having a brain tumor, like, or any sort of like really serious illness like that. I, I, you know, I do not have that experience, but like, I, I feel like that is, that is, that's an extreme example, but like really, I feel like I can somehow like relate to that. I can relate to it. Because you understand the, I tried to explain this to someone the other day, like just because you don't have an experience, the same thing, you can relate to it. Empathize, empathy. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's the word. You understand like in a different way of like, oh, like, oh, I've felt that feeling before. Yeah. Sure. Maybe it's a different reason. Wanting to be able to explain everything and have an easy Mm -hmm. packaged explanation for everything that you've gone through and why you went through it and what, what, what was the, you know, takeaway. And I feel that constantly. (laughs) Not always a takeaway. And I think sometimes even this podcast, like I have felt this pressure to like come on and have this neat answer for everybody and it's like newsflash like I'm human we're all we're human too and like I, I do not have a neat answer for these questions and I think maybe that's maybe that's the vulnerability people really need it's not the like here's everything I learned and got out of this this experience yeah. you know it's the in-between Life sucks, but life is also great. <laughs> I yeah. think that's like the things that we have to, you know, it's a roller coaster. We go up and down and we learn from everything, from positive to negative experiences. Um, I think it's just everyone navigates at a different pace and a different way and just figuring it out yourself. Um, we all get there. Yeah. It's just. And one thing I will say is that I, and I really enjoy this format of podcasting as a way of sharing my story or sharing things Mm -hmm. versus social media or like versus um you know a post because I feel like a post needs to be wrapped up so nicely and and I feel like you know sometimes podcasts are too but 
I still feel like there's a bit more of like a rawness about podcasting that I appreciate. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I've been listening to podcasts more often, but I do have to say sometimes I'm like, do they script that all out? They sound too yeah, perfect. Yeah. It's like, there's no way. Because yeah. like, we know, we know. <laughs> like, None of this is scripted, guys. <laughs> I'm like, that is way too like, like, it's uh, as if you're watching the news, you yeah, know, reading yeah. a teleprompter. Right. I'm like, we're not there yet. No, we're flying okay. by. No, I don't even know if I want to be there. I'm like flying by the seat of my either. pants. It's <laughs> <This is> fine. <laughs> That's fine. I know. Um, no, but I think it's just like, I know we were kind of all over the place today with what we were talking that's about. That's fine. I think it was all good stuff. I think, you know. It's part of the message. <laughs> it all, it all, yeah, it's part of the message. It all relates. It's, you know, we're all on a journey. It's all the holidays. It's kind of like our, our art therapy session, as that's I was insane. telling you earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, talk about art. Um, yeah, I think all this relates in some way back to, like, giving yourself permission to, like, be authentically yourself and and mm-hmm. and rest and not have to like you don't even have to explain why you need rest like you're a human being you know like you can just do it and i encourage everybody to take a break from social media take a break from the craziness and you know take some time to intentionally enjoy the season whatever you that looks like to you or ever however you want it to look yeah i want to i was just sorry this just came to mind thinking about how people always glorify like my 60 hour work week my 80 hour work week and I read a post once it's like why don't we glorify like my 10 hour work Work week week. like you know yeah for real yeah well that's what someone was this was something I read once it was when you do have a short week or a long weekend what's what do you wait what what was it again so let's say it's a a four-day weekend Mm mm-hmm is it a long weekend or is it a short week? Wait, hold week? on. Now I have to do math. Seven. So is that a three-day week? I think, yeah, it is an interesting way of, like, phrasing it. It's like, do you choose to talk about the work or do you choose right. to talk about the rest? Yeah. yeah. It's like the half, the glass half full. Right. Or the glass half empty. Yeah, yeah. It's like, are and you focusing on the rest or are you focusing on the fact that you don't have to work? And that's kind of, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. Actually, I think I say more often than not a short week because in my mind, I'm getting anxious about the workload and getting it done right. in a short week. Right. So I can have that rest. Right. Um, at least when my team, I'm always like, all right, guys, like we got to buckle down. It's a short week. We got to make sure we can, you know, get that rest get it done that we deserve. But yeah. yeah. I also think, I mean, that's a whole other podcast about like feeling like we have to earn mm-hmm. rest. That's what right. I'm struggling with. <laughs> but you don't. I mean, if you're exhausted <laughs> and Aaron, if you're sick, like you didn't you don't even need to earn that. Like you're sick, you should rest, you know. I know. Well, I was yeah, trust me. I thought about telling I was about to, I was like, maybe I should tell work that I need like no not to work. And I was like, that's something we're like gonna have to have another podcast for this another day, but talking about the remote work style. Um, yeah, it's like and almost, I think as an artist too. Yeah. Because like what you don't it goes right back to what you were saying is like your vacations like there's no pto there's no paid time off um in this remote and with this remote style like sure i can't go into the office right now but what's keeping me from jumping on my computer and knocking out designs Mm -hmm. nothing um except you feel like crap (laughs) yeah and i'm a firm believer like if you just like i'm not really yet i never do it yeah (laughs) but if you yeah if you just take that one day you'll feel better. So instead of having your cold for two weeks, mm-hmm. if you rest, maybe you'll have that cold for one week. Right. Um, it's not kind that of, I do that, but. 
to bring it back to like maybe painting too. It's like I yesterday was like really not in the mood to paint, but I like needed yeah. to. And so I started the painting and I got like a good composition, like sketch down. And then I decided to start trying to paint and I was just like not feeling it. And I ended up making, I ended up making work for myself to undo the next day because I didn't just let myself say, I'm not in the mood. I'm not painting today. Yeah. And so I ended up creating more work to then paint over and restart. And so sometimes it, like it does pay to just listen to your body and be like, I'm not in the yeah. mood for this right now. Take a break because yeah. you'll come back and you, you know, use that time to do something else that's more constructive than pushing through or don't push yourself to do, to work when you're yeah. exhausted. Because I don't think I've ever made anything great when I'm sick. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I think it's like making sure you remind yourself that like, if you are, you know, a full-time artist or not a full-time artist, but when it comes to you and your work and your art, like if you're sick, like, should you be painting? Should you be doing this? Like, yeah. are you going to make the best work? Should you, you know, go to like, swim practice with 101 permission. fever? <laughs> no, you absolutely should not. That's insane. That don't... <laughs> Sanity. I can't believe my mom, like, I mean, I mean, God bless her. I must have been really convincing somehow that I convinced her to let me do that. I mean, yeah, that's how. See, I was the kid that didn't tell anyone I didn't feel well. Yeah, well, that too. (laughs) Which then it'd be like, I just remember when I was like little. So I am highly, highly allergic to poison ivy, which I know like everyone is, but like I'm highly allergic to it, actually. Oh, but I guess like I had it and I woke up one morning and I mean I had it been like five or six my mom said like my face was just like this massive balloon and I was just like I came downstairs and my mom's like you okay and I'm like I was just rubbing my face in the pillow all night long and I was like but I didn't say anything my mom's like trying to like be like we're going to the hospital like, yeah like what's my whole face blew up and I mean I'm sure I like I think I had like a fever I think I was just like a hot mess but I was just kind of like it just itches it just itches <laughs> just, like, yeah I, I almost asked my doctor, I'm like, I don't know if I feel, like, physical pain. Like, my pain tolerance is way too high. Yeah, yeah, mine too. I think that's a problem. I think it comes with people, like, I think that that's a thing for, like, highly... For your 101 degree... Motivated people. It's like, but it's not good. You know, once again, not to glorify no. it. Erin and I just happen to be, like, mega overachievers who run ourselves ragged, yeah, I wish, so... <laughs> I mean, I wish someone told me... That's one of the biggest things I've I've always said to anyone that's ever gone through something. I'm like, I wish I had someone to tell me, stop. Yeah. I wish I had someone to tell me and give me that that freedom to take a break. Because mm-hmm. I felt like I couldn't take a break. I felt like I owed somebody something. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like I felt like I was feeling. I felt like, well, I don't know. I felt like even like returning back to work after my surgery and stuff, I was like, I have to get back into the office because they've been without a designer for X amount of days, like for three months, like they've been working all that work but yeah. it like comes back I would have swapped guilt. pages yeah yeah and then like I would have switched positions with anyone in a heartbeat like I would have rather worked 50 hours a week than go through what I did you know yeah um but I think there was yeah it goes back I had a lot of like guilt of like the work that piled up and especially when it came to like the design work and concepting like I missed out on stuff um but I wish I had someone and honestly I wish I had someone like in the creative space mm-hmm um, Maybe we can it, be that it, for you yeah. guys. We're gonna try. <laughs> Two over Maybe. mega overachievers trying to become people who tell other artists to 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 stop, <laughs> stop overachieving. I don't, yeah, I don't know how well we're gonna do, yeah. but we're gonna try. I know. I mean, I try to. I say that. I do say that, or I used to say that when I used to manage a design team. I always was like, 
walk away from the computer. Do as we say, Take not as we do. Do as, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> We're all it's still a, learning. It's a process. Well. It is. All right, everybody. I hope that you give yourself permission or that, you know, you take this as an indication that you have permission to take a break um, and rest and enjoy the holidays. Um, Awesome. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys then. And then, yeah. And then we'll see you in 2022.